tonight on Explaining to Austin, the Oscars 2022, Peyton and Austin delve into the controversy and discover secret conspiracies which may lie behind the reality you were shown. There will be investigations into the dark pasts of some of the stars, a connection to Jeffrey Epstein even, a look at the producer behind the Oscars. What is he hiding? And at the end of the show, Peyton makes so many jokes about Austin's intelligence that Austin finally snaps and slaps Peyton across the face. All this and more coming up on the next exciting hour of Explaining to Austin Presents The Slap, an Oscars Investigation. Welcome, welcome, far and wide listener, to today's exciting special episode of the number one podcast in some people's podcast app, at least one of someone out there, explaining to Austin. I am your host, uh, Peyton Movie Buff Brock, joined as always here by the Academy of Motion Picture Science number one financial contributor, Austin Bennett. Austin, good to be with you once again. Uh, uh, Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure as always. Now, I'm assuming you're familiar with a man named Oscar. Uh, Yeah, I I was was with him last night. Less of a man, more of an award show. I would say so. Yeah, I like that an award show has a man's name. Yeah, well, you know, that's it couldn't be a woman's what name. What if they changed the Grammys to being called the Roberts? The Kevins? The Stevens? The Pauls? Yeah. So, Austin, the Oscars, uh, first off, first and foremost, that is today's topic. Yes, ladies and gentlemen and other listeners... From that opening segment that was not just solely a bit for your laughing pleasure. It was not merely a jape made in jest. It was the truth of the matter of today's topic, or at least the main a main topic of today's episode. The focusing uh, point. Today's topic is on the 2022 Academy Awards and specifically some of the controversies around it, namely the now famous or infamous, if you like, slap by one William Smith to one Christopher Rock. Christopher the Rock Johnson. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Austin, first and foremost, did did you partake in viewership of this televised awards ceremony of motion picture? Um... I'll be honest, I forgot it was happening until I saw the clip of the slap the next morning. Okay. And I saw that and I was like, ah, shit, the Oscars were last night. So easy to say, t'was the slap which alerted you to the Oscars at all. Yes, if it... Interesting, interesting. Because it was the only noteworthy thing, I think, that happened last night, from what I understand. Very interesting. We'll come back to that because that's an interesting point, an interesting bit of you know, personal uh, testimony here from Austin that will play into some of of the themes, some of the ideas, some of the conspiracy that we are, in fact, discussing today. Wait, can I ask a question? Uh Uh-huh. Are we going to be talking about how it's possible this was all staged? We are indeed, Austin. Ooh, ooh, spicy. We are are going in and, and taking a look. From all angles, we're seeing, was it staged? Was it for perhaps... Uh, 
was there perhaps a, a, a false lead on on who is to blame? Is there perhaps more than one shooter? Was there someone on the grassy knoll? Today we'll be cutting into all angles of the 2022 William Smith and Christopher Rock Oscar slap moment. Cutting it down, looking at it from every angle, going in slow motion, reviewing the footage as if it were the very own Zapruder film, and the slap was indeed the bullet going into JFK's skull. And out the front of it. And right out the front. Well, it actually went out the well, out the front according to some, out the back according to the truth. Uh, Austin, so you didn't know about it until like the next morning, is what that's what you said, correct? Correct. Yeah, I, uh, I like saw a like like a Twitter highlight like news for you mm-hmm. of like the night before of like celebrities start arriving at the 2022 Oscars and then I just like that left my brain as soon as I read it right and then the next morning I saw the clip clip of him getting slapped on Instagram I was like I'm sorry what the fuck yeah and um then I remember that I was like oh yeah the Oscars were last night I saw that oh right it's the oh with the Oscars and it's it's uh the Oscars were last night and had their annual uh mid presentation slap fight a slap boxing yeah you know they always stop about two and a, two hours in they take a little break and they pick two members from the audience to two two of the stars to come up on stage and have a slap fight it's kind of like the seventh inning stretch of the Oscars my favorite part of the Oscars is always the in memoriam right I just like laughing it's it's it, that's some of the best comedy material every year no doubt the in yeah. memoriam because we know it's not possible for those people to die with how much adrenochrome they're consuming. Right. The children's blood it flows so freely. As someone who lives in the metropolitan area of Los Angeles, Austin, I'll tell you this. Uh, child blood flows freely here uh, straight off the tap of, as if it were fluoride-treated water. But here in the golden city of Hollywood where the streets are made of gold, it's it's children's blood flowing out of those faucets and shower heads it's very hard it's 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 basically it, it's like hard water take it's like the next level up from hard water oh, is man. child's blood so you know you might want to install like a water softener uh you know that's what i've taken away from it so far but other than that you know tastes good to drink uh how's you your know. like how's your uh are you like living longer do you think yeah, I think so. You know, I cut myself the other day, and I was like, ah, oh, shit, and I, like, was holding it, and I went into the bathroom to get a Band-Aid, and when I looked down with when I had the Band-Aid, the cut was healed. That's, I, I think I might move out to L.A. Right. The cut was healed, but then I, I, I looked at the portrait I have of myself hanging in my room, and it looked like another year of life had drained out of it. Oh. Um, hmm. This is concerning. Yeah. So, uh, Austin. Hey. So we've 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 established the slap. You know, was kind of the the thing the next day that reminded you that the Oscars had happened. Now, can I? I would like to to gauge what what were you when you first saw it when you were first shown this event that had happened the night prior. What were your what were your thoughts? Initial thoughts. What are your thoughts now? Have they changed? You know, just give us give us your thoughts on the whole the situation. So. I didn't understand at first, just watching it. Right. He was like, You didn't ah. get the context. Right. I just hear he's like, ah, G.I. Jane, can't wait. And then I see Will Smith. You thought like, you thought to yourself little... You thought to yourself, wow, Will Smith is not a fan of, of Demi Moore films from the nineteen nineties. Well it was like it was weird because like at first Will was laughing and then a little bit after the joke, his face drops. Right. And then that's when he, like, just runs up on stage. I was like, what the fuck? And then he, like, it looked more like a punch. Uh-huh. There's, and then... There's a bit of a wind-up and follow-through. Yeah. It was a very and, um, involved slap. More than involved... Full, it was a full-body slap. More involved than most slaps, I'd say. Right. Well, so, yeah, then he slaps him. And Chris Rock seems, like, unfazed. Right. And hits us with the, like, Will Smith just slapped the shit out of me. Right. And um, very much, uh, very much a uh, show must go on 
sort of yeah you know kudos to him for like keeping the keeping up appearances and then like he tries to start talking again and the will just keeps yelling at him from the audience right and like i gotta respect the guy who wants to like protect the honor of his of his partner but i also didn't understand what the joke was referencing right you didn't because get... i didn't know i didn't know that she had alopecia right you didn't get why 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 such a you know on the surface to the unaware seemingly harmless joke would uh re, re, you know cause such a retaliation right until and, you um, learn the the context and i was like oh well that's actually a fucked up thing for him to joke about so like maybe i don't like feel so bad for him but also mm-hmm. like maybe this wasn't the right place for will smith to act like this mm-hmm. um overall i think like i don't think either of them were in the right right sure you know um i'm you know definitely not of the opinion that violence is never the answer i think that's mm-hmm. i just don't agree with that sure. full stop i think we've but, covered that on that show before on this show yeah, before i'm sure we have um so like you know i think right around the some... time we wrote a letter to ted kaczynski <laughs> <laughs> that's the time in my mind when it became clear so you know like every once in a while i think a person does need a good slap in the face maybe every but, once uh, in a while i think an airline uh corporate office <laughs> needs a bomb mailed <laughs> hey um, you said it not me i i i, I cut the joke early <laughs> in minecraft um so I, I like outside of the context of the academy awards i don't think i'd care but it was like just kind of like weird for an established hollywood dude like will smith to do this to make a fool of himself right. at the oscars right um i don't know i'm like isn't his whole like you know if you're if you're a celebrity your whole thing is like keeping up public appearances and like not letting comments get to you sure and he even said that in his like apology posts on instagram yes that's that, accurate like, that's accurate he's like supposed to be better at that and well he, like, and let his emotions get the best of i him. feel like historically and in the general zeitgeist will smith's persona has always been kind of like chill fun guy yeah, like, as a person. But you know. He does, all, he does play a lot of, like, aggressive characters, I feel like. I guess so, but they're all kind of aggressive in the sense that they're, like, you know, kind of like the, like, you know, the crazy, fun, rebellious guy, you mm-hmm. know? And then, you know, in his rap career, famously, he was, like, you know, he was, like, didn't use a lot of profanity if, you know, didn't use profanity and was fairly, like, you know, clean rapper, so, you know, he had that kind of reputation. Yeah, re- reputation. Wow, reputation as being like you know the kind of like you know, anti you know antithesis to to you know your your right NWAs and whatnot. So you know, seeing seeing this this guy who's kind of like the you know sitcom star, squeaky clean you know a lister, you know, have this moment where you know he 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 that kind of veneer drops. I I can understand that being you know a bit um you know interesting. To say the least, you know, if not, you know, a little bit surprising. Yeah, it was definitely just, I didn't expect it from him. Right, well, I don't think anyone did, and thus it being such a, no one expect, no one went into that awards ceremony expecting a, you know, someone to get slapped on stage, I don't think. Um, So, that, that, I, so yeah, no, I get all the stuff you're saying, your reaction there, I get it. Um, I'll say, I, I have normally in the past, you know. I'll say in the past I've been someone who who quite often has the Oscar fever, you know, who yeah. who you know, uh, you know I sit right down I climb on a board I want to know who's gonna win who's gonna lose, uh, you know I got that Oscar fever and I hope yeah that you got it too. Uh, I definitely used to you know you and I have watched it together a number of times. Sure, but this year I kind of just I wasn't feeling it. I've only seen like I've only seen like half of the you know, movies that were nominated for a lot of things. And, you know, I was actually, when it started, or at least, I, yeah, I think, like, right around the time when it initially started, I was, like, doing laundry <laughs> the laundromat, and then I was getting food and grabbing some stuff from the store that I needed 
So I kind of was like, I was keeping an eye on it via like Twitter and what I was seeing, but I wasn't mm-hmm. like watching. And then like I saw on Twitter, like I guess I looked at Twitter like right after it happened, like within like, you know, two or three minutes because then, you know, I was seeing everything. And kind of from there, I started focusing. And once I got back home, I watched, you know, the last 20, 30 minutes. Um, I'll say, you know, kind of where I was then and, and where I continue to be now, uh, I'm just... I, I don't really have, yeah, I'm kind of like you where like, you know, I clearly like, you know, obviously there's better ways to handle, you know, that situ- it's not an ideal situation. I don't think at least for the main two people involved, we'll get into how it might be ideal for others. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I think, you know, they're, they're, you know, I can understand both having some, some fault in the matter, both with the, the material of the joke yeah. and also understanding of, you know wanting to you know not wanting someone to be disrespecting someone that you care about uh and can certainly understand both of those um but you know both then and now i still kind of hold the opinion overall that it's just like just generally amused is how i would describe my assessment of the events because in general famous rich people one famous rich person slapping another at one of you know the major televised award shows uh, I have no real opinion on on the morality of this way or the other besides, you know, just finding it uh, amusing and funny. Because yeah, absolutely. It's, I'm it, like, at the end of the day, like, they're entertainers by trade. Hot. That's funny. And, you know, I, I don't know either person involved. You know, obviously, you know, it'd be one thing if, if uh, you know, Will Smith went up and, and you know, snapped Chris Rock's neck. But, uh, you know, both, slap. both parties seem to be fine now uh, physically, you know. Uh, so, you, you know, I don't seen the like overabundance of like overreactive tweets of uh, what if tweets. <laughs> no, like, like the, the, it feels like neolib performative wokeness uh-huh. around this event. Have you, have you seen those in regards to what, like it describe the, the response whole thing? Like, okay. Well, there was one that was like, um, this tweet that a friend shared that was like, um, something like assault is never. Okay. No. Yeah. No, I do. I do understand. Yeah. Like the, the, the pearl clutching about like, uh, you know, Oh, violence and the salt is bad. And it's, it's, this is the darkest, darkest moment in our media history. But no, it was like, it would be like assault is not a good assault is always wrong. Um, making some, making fun of someone, or no, like being overly masculine uh-huh. is not a good thing. Right. Um, black women are rarely protected and deserve to be. Basically, just like and ver- it's like what like you're making the most broad stroke statements in the fucking world about yeah. nothing. Like it's turning Will Smith slapping Chris Rock into like a social issue. Right. Right. Yeah. And this I don't weird... understand that because it wasn't a racially motivated right slap. Yeah. So I'm I'm clearly ignorant on something. Nor was or... it like a political moment either. No, it was literally like it was you just said like, something about my wife I don't like, I'm gonna slap you in the face for that. It was just two dudes at a party having like a tense moment, uh, where one was pissed at the other. Yeah. It just happened to be, you know, televised. <laughs> I literally saw like three different people sharing shit about how like if you're white and you have an opinion about oh, this, then yeah. you're racist. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't I mean, maybe yeah. Fuck, I don't know. I don't know. It's I, not my I, place, but I, I don't I, get it. I agree. I, I think all this weird, like, uh, yeah, intellectualizing and, like, philosophizing about this as some sort of, like, cultural, you know, m- moment of cultural like it learning. matters, basically. Right. I think that's silly. Yeah, like, uh, the, the whole, like, oh, yeah, it's, like, only, you know, this is, like, a, this is, like, a, in, this is representative of a racial, uh, you know, issue of culture or something, you know, that. And then I also think on the, you know, in a similar vein, all of the like, uh, you know, pearl clutching of like uh, mm-hmm. on the opposite end of like, you know, could you imagine if, if you know, because I think Judd Apatow, the like producer director, he deleted it. But at some point, you know, Sunday night, he tweeted out something where it was like, I can't such a horrific act of violence. I just witnessed on the stage. You know, I'm, I'm only happy that Chris Rock is is not further injured. And, you know, all these people like making it into like, 
you know, this horrific, like, violent ordeal that, you know, didn't actually occur. Um, or, like, all of the tweets, you know, the, like, what if tweets where it was, like, I have saw stuff where it was, like, what if it was Betty White and Will Smith slapped her and she died because of it? And it's, like, that didn't happen. Or, like, I've seen, I've literally also, seen. Also, do you, do you people genuinely believe that Will Smith would have slapped the 99-year-old No, woman? yeah, exactly. Like, like, no, it's so, like, specifically because it was Chris Rock. Like, right. I don't think either of them are dumb enough that, like, he would have slapped someone who, like... Right. He would have seriously injured. That would, it Slaps anyone, like, anyone that, like, wouldn't have seemed like a, a, a fair matchup. Yeah, like, I don't think Will Smith is an idiot. Right. Uh, yeah, that, and then I've literally saw people, like, doing, like, uh, Ukraine-Russia comparisons of Holy being, shit. like, Will Smith is, is Russia, and this is, this is representative of all of the aggression in our current society, you know, we need to right now be showing that we believe in peace as Americans, you know, standing up against Russia and not approve of this violence, <laughs> this aggression. It's so fucking weird, it's like... It's like, where do these people live that they think violent? Like, that they think that this is, like, an odd thing to happen? Well, it's people... Like, who, dude, people get hit in the face pretty fucking I regularly. Know. Well, it's people who've, like, you know, never been in a fight, never even seen a fight, you know, never, like... Never, yeah, never been outside of, like, the most protective little, like, uh, you know, PMC, you know, suburban bubble. Yeah. No, these fuckers would, like, witness a mosh pit at a punk show and be like, oh, this horrific violence the, the has humanity. to stop. I'm gonna, I need to call the police. There's a riot. Of there's, the com- a, there's a brawl happening. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you're so stupid. Right. Oh, my God. So, yeah. I, 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 yeah, I gather that from all that that we're pretty much on the same page about this event just being like, I don't have any, yeah, I don't, I think, you know, philosophizing it is dumb and then... You know, in general, I don't really have any opinions other than, you know, I, I don't care. You know, they're both fine, I think. They seem fine. I'm not going to make a big deal out of it, and it's mostly just amusing. I've got the Oscar fever. Hope you got it, too. Pour me some bubbly now. It's all you got to do. It's Christmas of Tinseltown, the Academy Awards. Pop up some popcorn. Uh, welcome aboard. Who's gonna win? Who's gonna lose it? I got the Oscar fever. Hope you got it too. Here we go. Uh, that being said, Austin, are you ready to delve in to, to discover the truth of the matter, Austin? Ready, oh, to, ready. ready to peel back this the the curtains and delve beneath the seven layer dip of conspiracy. I am, but uh, I mentioned that I had a, a thing that I just saw that is um uh, relevant to okay um um what what we're talking about, and I think it might be just better if we uh if i go ahead and just say it well um, by, by all means then austin so basically um uh in the wikipedia article for um macbeth right um there is now a section of it that says at the 94th academy awards chris rock congratulated denzel washington on his performance in the tragedy of macbeth uh, the 2021 film saying the name of the scottish play aloud in the dolby theater Moments later, Rock was slapped by Will Smith after making a joke about Smith's wife, Jada Pinkett Smith. So it's like, the man said Macbeth, right. and then bad things happened, and I just thought that was pretty funny. That's that's a good point. I had seen that as well, uh, and that is an interesting point for sure. Uh, like, because he said it in a theater, right. not during the performance or rehearsal of that play. Right. It's like, huh. Uh, <laughs> not that that matters, but know, I thought that was that... funny. No, I definitely think it's interesting, uh, it, you know, and I would think it would, you know, I, the only reason I'm not giving it more thought is because, you know, I don't know if you know this, Austin, I might, I've probably spoken to you about it at some point before, but I single-handedly uh, have disproven the Macbeth theater myth. Uh, Wait, I think you've told me about this, where you, like, in, said it quietly. In, in sometime in middle school, being an edgy little shithead, uh and in a, in a community play, uh, 
before one of the shows, I believe it in fact was a Sunday, it's either like a Saturday night show or a Sunday matinee performance, uh, before the show, and I believe, I think this is, I was, it was Tom Sawyer, I believe was the show I was in, uh, I, for, for reference, I played Tom's brother, I don't remember even what the character's name is, uh, anyway, uh, before the show, I literally, that day, and I said it, you know, I said it both, um, you know, on outside of the theater, you know, in my own life. And then once I actually arrived at the theater, but anyway, I said Macbeth, um, I, what was, it was some ridiculous amount. It was like a hundred times uh, or 50 times an hour or something, <laughs> including at the theater, like the hour before the show, just walking around the entire theater under my breath, just muttering Macbeth, Macbeth, Macbeth. I love that. And, uh, you know, I'll tell you this much, nothing happened, you know. Uh, I didn't tell anyone until after the show, and then I was like, hey, guys, guess what? I said Macbeth in the theater a hundred times before the show started. Guess what? Nothing went wrong. They were all, you know, as expected and as warranted in hindsight. Uh, you know, they were all like, fuck you, piece of shit. That's Why would you even risk that? Like, why stop trying to be a try-hard edgelord? Which, you know, I can, I'll grant them that. But, uh, you know, at the same time... Uh, I feel like I should be thanked in some degree for 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 concretely disproving uh, the myth single handedly. Yeah, I'd say you could uh, a myth bust, uh, myth myth, myth destroyer. One could yeah, I should start a show where I destroy myths. I test and yeah. destroy myths. So uh, you know, I have disproven that uh, theater myth a hundred percent factual proof i actually have a video i made a youtube video about it back in middle school on the channel that now all the videos are privated uh you know maybe i'll insert an audio clip here of very young peyton saying Macbeth a bunch of times and you know you can know that that's actually 100 me from middle school and it's not a bit that's actually me and i actually did that stupid shit i'm gonna go ahead and start off with the first hundred Macbeth. so here we go i'll be counting them on my my fingers my phalanges Ready? Macbeth, 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 Macbeth. Uh, anyway, if anyone from a reputable scientific journal, uh, you know, Harvard, Yale, MIT, etc., wants to uh, publish these findings, please contact me, uh, and uh, we, we can make that happen. Anyway, uh, thank you for sharing that, Austin. I do thought it was interesting. I have seen also, in addition to that, someone playing on the trope, I have seen a lot of people being like... Uh, Oh, you know, Will Smith was laughing at first, but then when he looked at his wife and she was upset, that's why he decided to slap him because like uh, he didn't he wanted he knew his wife was mad at him for laughing at it or some shit like that, which personally I don't buy into and kind of like, I don't know, it feels kind of like misogynist in a way where it's like, yeah. oh, he's controlled by his wife or something. Um, but, oh, you know, whipped. but in that vein, it is true that uh, in the play Macbeth in the story, uh, it's all caused by the the wife. Uh, you know, manipulating Macbeth into uh, into doing the the savage, brutal things he does in order to gain power. So you know, maybe perhaps, maybe perhaps there is a parallel here, Austin. Mm. Mayhaps a a a, a Shakespearean uh, thematic through line, but uh, I don't think so. But I do think it's somewhat funny, at least. Anyway, uh, I appreciate you bringing that up. It is an interesting point. But let's dive in, Austin, because let's start at the top. Why? Why would such a thing be faked at the Oscars? Why would they want to intentionally sow a moment of chaos? If it were faked in some capacity, you know, why would they want that? Well, Austin, I answer you with this. For years, the Oscars has, have been declining in viewership and been wanting to try to recapture audiences at home to watch it now in our age of you know multiple channels and streaming and millions of other options of things to view and watch uh they want to recapture viewers and perhaps this was orchestrated and why you know and as proof i have this article here from the washington post oh. from march 25th only several days before uh friday before the Sunday of the Oscars called the Oscars are changing and Will Packer is the man behind the curtain. So I will jump. I'll jump through this and read the key points that I want to point out. So anyway, 
Oscar producer Will Packer, 47, has found his name splashed across the news since the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences announced last month that eight categories in craft fields including film editing, production design, makeup and hairstyling, and sound would be removed from the live telecast of this year's Oscar ceremony. Instead, they would be pre-taped and edited into the show in favor of fav fan-voted categories such as Oscar Fan Favorite and Oscar's Cheer Moment. Packer has steadfastly defended the decisions, which were met with widespread industry criticism, as necessary changes to a lengthy show that loses viewers year after year. The controversy has only served to make him visible in a way that's rare for filmmakers who helm the annual ceremony, or any live show for that matter. So first off, yes, that was the big controversy leading into this year is that they cut a bunch of these categories to before the formal taped ceremony, instead recording them ahead of time and then cutting in very short clips later on. Uh, and, you know, not just any categories. Again, hmm. stuff like film editing, you know, one of the, you know, but next to uh, writing and the actual on-set filmmaking, the, the next third biggest, you know, part piece of the three parts of filmmaking, you know, right. editing and post-production. Um, production design, again, hugely important. You know, how everything looks in the movie that you're visually watching, uh, you know, as well as sound, you know, and, and score. Uh, all of those were cut from the live broadcast. Uh, I agree cool. with the industry, you know, basically everyone in the industry, directors, etc., pretty much, uh, you know, showed their displeasure about it. I am in full agreement, you know, especially for such underappreciated in general positions like, you know, editing and production design and makeup and hairstyling. Uh, you know, for them to get, you know, the shaft even more and be cut out of the Oscar ceremony when they're already like not recognized enough in general as compared to people like actors. Uh, it sucks. And it sucks even more that they were shoved out in favor of quite literally like the uh, almost, uh, you know, sickly representative, you know, fake categories that aren't even real Oscars that were basically put into uh, satisfy viewers who are fans of franchises that don't get nominated for Oscars. Uh, I, I don't remember what won what. I know that Flash enters the Speed Force from uh, from Zack Snyder's Justice League won Oscars cheer moment. <laughs> Could not tell you what that means besides uh, just imagine, imagine going back to like the 50s and telling uh, like Humphrey Bogart in 2022, <laughs> Flash entering the Speed Force from Zack Snyder's Justice League wins the Oscars cheer moment. I, I think he, you know, I think he would uh, immediately go and hang himself, not even knowing what it meant, kind of just like a Lovecraftian response to the unknowable yeah, like terror he, he, he just happened. heard. Um, so, you know, he uh, he's this Mr. Packer. Directing the show wanted to already, you know, trying to do these controversial things to gain viewers and trim the show to its most appealable. So he said, this goes on saying part of the discord surrounding this year's events stems from differing opinions on what exactly the Oscars telecast should be an industry event celebrating the craft of filmmaking question mark, a star studded ceremony bringing glitz and glam to the masses question mark. Packer wants it to be clear want, wants it to be clear that he views the ABC telecast as an entertainment property, one he hopes will entertain as many people as possible. My goal ultimately is to get eyeballs on the show, he said earlier this month in a Zoom interview with the Washington Post. And coming next year, the Oscars will be produced by the Kids Choice Awards and every Oscar winner when they go up on stage will be getting slimed, sponsored <laughs> by Axe Body Spray. <laughs> oh god i need uh, that so yeah i mean you know heaven forbid that it be about celebrating the craft of filmmaking you know giving all these awards to the the filmmakers it, you know it, instead it should just be you know glorified uh you know um social media event for for stars doing wacky things and showing how much just like real people they are so relatable. I know. So uh, Packer, one of the most prominent black producers in Hollywood, is no stranger to appealing directly to his viewers. 
His films have grossed more than one billion worldwide and include ten number one box office hits, Girls Trip, Think Like a Man, Ride Along, and Stomp the Yard, among them. Mm. I don't know about you, but I love I love <laughs> I love Among Them. <laughs> The, the sequel. Uh, I don't know about you, but I love Ride Along, starring Kevin Hart and Ice-T. Oh, that's what that movie was. Yeah. It's, go- it's the one where Kevin Hart, or uh, Ice-T, not Ice-T, Ice Cube is a, is a mean cop, and Kevin Hart's his wacky brother-in-law. Wait, is it the one where Kevin Hart's loud? That, exactly. Just the one. Uh, anyway, where so. Where he, like, yells a lot. Right. So, despite the clout he wields, he, he wields nearly three decades into his career, Packer is the first to admit he's no Hollywood insider. He didn't go to film school. He calls Atlanta not Los Angeles home. That either makes me the perfect choice or the worst choice, and I like to believe the former, Packer said of his Oscars role. I have not built my career within the traditional Hollywood power system, and so I come at it from a very different perspective, and that is true of the way I approach the biggest night in the industry. I approach it from the perspective of a consumer. That's smart. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, anyway, it just goes to say, you know, he doubles down and says, you know, oh, I want, you know, this to be, you know, I want it to appeal to everyone and I feel strong. He says, I want people to be talking about the Oscars in a Walmart in Dallas versus just the happening restaurant in Beverly Hills. He sounds like he's very in touch. I know. Uh, anyway, it goes on to talk about his career, which uh, we don't care about. Anyway, though, stated here, clear as day, the, uh, this year's Oscar director sh- was wanting to shake up the scene. He was wanting to get new eyes on it. He was wanting to bring attention to it. He wanted to make it a consumable, shareable, talked-about event, Austin. And what better way to do that than orchestrate... A going a uh, 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 a moment that would light social media ablaze with memes and discussion. Now I want to discuss quickly the player involved. Specifically, I wanted to discuss some eye-raising background on Mister One William Smith. First off, this is. Back from 2014 is when this was published, but, you know, it's it's still, you know, well known today. Will Smith's failed private school kept Scientology connections hidden from parents. Wait, and, is this real? And this is from Dead State. Yes, yeah, so this is an actual thing that, uh, that occurred, uh, I believe, back in the late 2000s, early 2010s. I will go ahead and read some of it. When Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith opened their privately funded school in Calabasas, California back in 2008. And first off, let's just say right off the bat, opening a private charter school, a uh, bit of a bit of a bit of a eyebrow raise, you know, bit of a bit of a mm, bit of a cuck move, bit of a bit of a fuck you and support public education, you rich bastard move. Literally. Anyway, uh. It received quite a bit of media attention, however, the, uh, talking about the school being opened. However, the school soon became the subject of controversy when parents complained that they were misled about some of the curriculum that was being implemented, namely a teaching technique called, quote, study technology, a method that was devised by none other than L. Ron Hubbard. Amazingly, the next chapter in the school's troubled history managed to stay relatively below the radar on the press. On June 28th of 2013, New Village Leadership Academy was quietly shut down, apparently closing its doors for good. No official reason has been given for the school's closure, of which both the Smith's children attended. Now now I know why fucking Jaden and Will Smith turned out so fucking crazy. Uh... (laughs) The famous Hollywood couple hasn't spoken a word about it to this day, but sources say that the school began to run into funding problems after parents got wind of its Scientology groundwork, leaving Will and Jada to pump in $2 million a year of their own money just to keep facilities afloat. In 2009, the Smiths fired the woman they hired to run the school, Jacqueline Oliver, uh, allegedly because she voiced objections to the use of Hubbard's teaching methods. According to Radar Online, Jada phoned Oliver and told her that they had, quote, decided to go in another direction with the school. 
Replacing Oliver was Piano Foster. That's a evil person's name in a movie. That is. That's a fake name. That's an evil countess who has a dungeon where she pokes chained up children with hot irons from the fire. Uh, so, uh, by her own account, had, quote, worked for the past 20 years at various public and charter schools. But raising a few eyebrows were some of the other notable aspects of her resume. Foster had complete... Com- completed a Scientology basic study manual course in 2005 and her name appears on an official Scientology quote service completions list speaking to the watchdog site the underground bunker an anonymous source who had to who used to teach at the school claimed that not only were the students subjected to Scientology's study technology but the church's concepts of ethics were also implemented uh, ethics are policies that Scientology uses for their interrogation and control systems. Ultimately, the exposed connections to Scientology caused parents to turn away from the academy. Reports say that the Smiths financed the school's first three years of operation, hoping that it would become self-sufficient. But after numerous fundraisers in the final months of existence, the NVLA was unable to raise enough money to keep going. The school's website has been taken down. Its phone number disconnected, but an eerie testament to the desperate final months remains on its Facebook page. And then it says, uh, someone says one star review. Oops, bankrupt. Maybe some aliens will come down in their spaceships to help fund L. Ron Hubbard Academy. Uh, so let's see. Um, yeah, so it, it shut down uh, and never gave a specific reason. So I've seen articles where they, where it's claimed, Oh, they're not Scientologists. Uh, you know, they, they, They've quoted that uh, they they, you know, the school wasn't a Scientologist school, and that they're not Scientologists. And to that, I say, then why were they fundraising and the main financial backers were you know millions of dollars worth of money going into a Scientology school teaching using Scientology uh, teaching methods and ethics. Like, yeah, that's a, that's a bad look. You like, don't if support it looks like a duck. Right. If you're a rich, famous person in Hollywood and you are funneling in any any amount of money, especially in the millions of dollars, to a thing that is both using Scientology, you know, uh, methods and also is employing people with a history of being involved in Scientology, uh, I'm gonna at least think you are somehow related to Scientology, if not f- a full-on secret covert member. And to that, I say my eyebrow has been raised about the Smiths, and I am quite curious. They they may be more to America's favorite Prince of Bel Air than one could have guessed. And in addition to this, and I'll say this, Austin, I mm-hmm. swear to God, this I learned about this and read about this. But now when I go online, the only places I see anything about it are old ass Twitter, you know, tweets, old, old ass tweets on Twitter, uh, some like blog posts and message boards where the original source is now a dead link. Uh, to, so I don't know what the hell happened. Obviously, if this was, you know, existing like I thought it was, it's either it's been somehow wiped from the Internet completely. Uh, but I remember back at least a, a couple years ago, one of the original and main Epstein accusers, Maria Farmer, you know, if you know the Epstein case at all, her name is well known as one of the first big out uh, you know, public accusers of, of Jeffrey Epstein and his, uh, you know, whole conspiracy and, and people involved with him. Uh, she directly accused uh, the Smith family of having hired the bodyguard that was the bodyguard of Les Wexner. Now, Les Wexner was, is, I think he's still alive, like a billionaire behind uh, companies including Victoria's Secret who was claimed by Farmer to be a main like financial backer and supporter behind Epstein, and that this bodyguard, mm. even owned by Les Wexner, was one of the people who, you know, basically almost, you know, used his force and, you know, position as a bodyguard to, uh, you know, enforce and, and keep uh, Maria Farmer trapped in, you know, the, the abusive situation and uh, trafficking situation she was in. And, and according to her, this bodyguard, at least at some point, if not anymore, at some point was then hired after being the bodyguard for Les Wexner as the personal bodyguard of the Smith family. 
Mm. Which, you know, I I find interesting because I feel like, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I feel like there's a lot of bodyguards out there and it's kind of odd if, a, if, a, if this family of rich, famous people who we've already, ha- you know, talked about have strange and dubious Scientology connections are suddenly, you know, potentially having a bodyguard connected to the Epstein, uh, you know, case and, and, you know, hierarchy, uh, suddenly be their bodyguard. Yeah. That's, that's a weird look. Now I can't, you know, I just want to make sure I like heard you right. Right. Earlier. Um, you read about the Scientology connections and then after the slap shit, you can't find those sources anymore. No, I have the Scientology connections. You can still find that. Uh, okay, okay. I can't find the stuff with Maria Farmer claiming that the Smiths now have that bodyguard working for them. I have, I found websites that oh, say okay, okay. that like are reporting. I have like found websites that aren't, you know, wouldn't be called normally like reputable websites. They're all like message boards and, you know, blogs, but they all link to something where they're like, oh, in this interview, she mentions the Smiths now have a bodyguard, you know, that belonged to Les Wexner and was involved with all the Epstein stuff. All of those videos that were like the source that all of these other things link to uh, are all now gone from YouTube, taken down for, quote, the accounts, uh, you know, uh, you know, being terminated because they, uh, you know, broke YouTube's terms of service. Right, of course. So, you know, I'm not going to go and say for sure, oh, you know, this is 100% sure. I haven't even been able to see the, you know, quote from the Epstein accuser herself. And, you know, that's not even getting into Maria Farmer said a lot of other weird stuff. I'm not saying that her accusations against Epstein aren't true at all. I I definitely think they are. But, uh, you know, she has a lot of other strange opinions that I don't know the veracity of as well. But uh, it's certainly at least interesting that, uh, you know, that 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 at least it's uh it's in question this strange situation but okay let's put that aside let's just look at the scientology stuff uh still weird not to mention uh will smith's father uh who famously last year he mentioned was abusive etc will smith's father worked for the air force austin you know Mm -hmm. not saying that's a hundred percent a connection and that everyone who worked for the air force is somehow secretly intelligent assets but i'm saying out of the branches uh of military the ones that most often end up being involved with weird intelligence shady shit is air force uh, yeah. not saying that is in any way involved. I'm just saying, you know, there are some interesting bits of background about Will Smith. Let's say this is a conspiracy in some regard. Let's say the slap is staged, Austin. Now it comes to the the investigation. Now it comes to the discussion of to what degree is the slap staged? Because I'll say this. Having watched that moment numerous amounts of times and having gone through frame by frame, much like the Zapruder film, it looks 100% like he gets slapped. And... I haven't. Will Smith is a decent enough actor, uh, but still, the anger, the the upset he displays is very, very convincing. And Chris, it's all raw, right? And Chris Rock, who I wouldn't say is that great of an actor beyond your basic comedy acting, uh, was able to sell a certain amount of shock that uh, I I don't feel was, or at least I have a hard time believing is is acting. So yeah, especially with how he like stumbled over his words when he was introducing the next category. Right. And so, as I said, like the Zapruder film, I've gone through frame by frame and it certainly looks like a slap hits and connects because there, there's a moment 
I'll say this, Chris Rock does flinch a little bit before the hand connects, but I think that's fair. If Will Smith was coming up and beginning to slap you, I think you'd probably flinch a little bit too. But totally. And then I will say that uh, there is a clear moment where Will Smith is bringing his hand across and there's one frame where the hand, it definitely looks like it's connecting to the face. And then the next frame that you can see the hand as if it's like gone through, you know, to the other side and you can now see the hand. So it does look like there is a frame where hand is connecting to face. So I will say this, I am in full belief that regardless staged or not, he was actually slapped. It wasn't a stage slap. It wasn't fake. Yeah, like, it, it, like hand met face. Hand met face regardless of the foreplanning, you know, the, the, the what what decision or if it was planned, you know, which I think makes sense because doing a convincing stage slap in a giant theater that big with people looking on from, you know, three, you know, all, all angles, you know, across the, you know, the, the degree that the stage covers and the audience sets would be very difficult to pull off. So yeah, I definitely no, think... Not, I don't feel like it would go well. Right. I definitely think it's a real slap. The question is now that I need to pose to you, Austin. If, if we are to presume that this slap was staged in order to boost viewers for the Oscars or at the very least cause a social media worthy moment that is bringing the Oscars back into the zeitgeist and perhaps enticing people to watch next year to see if something crazy happens. Or at the very least, you know, this guy being able to show to the executives, oh, look at this big spectacle I created and now everyone's into the Oscars. You know, the sort of all press is good press sort of, uh, mon you know, uh, motif and, uh, you know, mantra. That If we're to assume that, the question is, are Will Smith and Chris Rock willing participants? Are they, you know, were they said, we're going to do this? And are you guys in? Yes, okay, great. Then, you know, you just go out there and sell it and make sure it looks convincing. Or the question is, are they not in it? And were they merely uh, puppets on the stage being played to create this moment, but not personally knowing that they were being uh, used? You know, it's possible like that while they may have like been told to do this, that they weren't like fully willing or like consenting to having to do this, but they knew that like whoever's like pulling the strings with their careers and shit like that would be. Oh, so you're saying what if it was like a blackmail situation? Well, you know, let's say Will does have connections to Scientology, a, an organization that is famous for its blackmailing abilities. Of course. You know? Right. Maybe. Maybe. Hmm. I hadn't. I hadn't even. I hadn't really considered that angle at all. That's like interesting as well. Like if we're going on to the conspiracy side. No, of I. Things, I get it. I feel like it could be just as likely as. Right. Them not knowing they're involved, or they're like, mm, you're going to be involved in this, and you don't really have a say in it if you want to stay famous. No, absolutely. And I think bringing up his connection, possible connection to Scientology makes that even more likely. Because like you said, Scientology and its members are no stranger to uh, coercion and harassment and blackmail. It's like their whole thing. That's kind of their big thing next to aliens. It's like you confess all of your horrible things to them so that way you can never leave the church. Right. So they have all the dirt on you and have the yeah. leverage. No, that's super interesting, and I hadn't thought of that. And I'm glad you brought it up, because it's definitely uh, just as a compelling uh, uh, a possibility. Um, I'll say where I was about this. I'm I, I, Last night, and I still remain... Not last night, Sunday night. It's Tuesday. Uh, I remain to be in the opinion that, like... I don't know. I Again, I feel that the moment felt too genuine, at least between Will Smith and Chris Rock, that I don't feel like it was staged between them. I feel like both of their reactions, both of their emotions in that moment are real and genuine. What I feel like, if it is a conspiracy of sorts, which again, you know, maybe it is solely a thing of being coincidence that the Oscars declining in viewerships just happen on the year that this guy is like, Oh, I want to get people watching again, just happens to have this crazy moment. But again, it, in Hollywood, that almost seems too good to be true of, of a coincidence. So yeah. what I feel like is a possibility that I, that I would subscribe to, to some degree is it being planned behind the scenes without, you know, Chris Rock and Will Smith being manipulated into that scenario happening without their knowledge. I'm talking about, you know, Chris Rock maybe didn't write the joke himself uh, and therefore oh, yeah. 
there and he didn't write the joke someone's like oh i got this joke oh no it'll be really funny i think everyone will like it you know it's the oscars you you know you roast people a little bit and and being or egged on by someone you know a, a producer or a writer at the behest of a producer you know not saying that even the people telling chris rock and will smith to do these things were knew they were involved i'm talking you know there are players enacting plans by you know, there are, there are so many moving pieces and the only people who have to know are at the very, very top. Same with the JFK conspiracy being like, you know, oh, you know, just because it was a conspiracy, Oswald didn't know. He probably, you know, had no clue what was going on. All these individual players probably didn't know. It's just the people at the very top telling, you know, setting all of these other events into motion. So I'm thinking, yeah, like what if Chris Rock was urged to do the joke? And then what if somehow someone in the audience, maybe even a fellow actor working for the Oscars, you know, was uh, encouraged to to you know rile Will Smith up to 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 say something earlier in the show that then you know rang back in his mind later on and said, "Oh, I need to go defend uh, you know the honor of my wife. You know, I need to go stand up and and you know slap him in the face." What if somehow someone planted the 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 thought and feeling of that uh, of that slap and that defense? in his mind and either before early on or even in the moment saying like, man, will you going to let him say that or something like that? Mm -hmm. uh, and so thus, you know, the, the moment is real. They don't have to worry about it being convincing or not. All the, the, you know, shadow players, so to speak, all they have to worry about is setting the pieces into motion. And Hey, if nothing happens, you know, that, you know, there's nothing lost, you know, you don't get your big moment, but who cares? You know, it's still, you didn't lose anything. Nothing was, uh, you know, nothing went wrong, but if it goes right, like it did, suddenly you have this big moment. And now, That's true. you know, I, I hear people saying, oh, you know, why would they do this? And now they're saying they might they're considering taking the, his award away when he won a little bit later in in the night. Will Smith, uh, you know, why would they be considering doing that? And, you know, why would they even want this bad moment? And again, I'll say, you know, oh, they'll sell it that it's real and, and, and be like, oh, we might take his award away again because, uh, you know, they want it to seem real. And any press is good press. And, you know, they would, of course, they might do this thing of considering taking it away because what does it do? It milks the, it milks the, uh, you know, the situation and the spectacle even more. Oh, yeah. The whole thing, like, I mean, I think that makes just as much sense as anything of, like, people behind the scenes making sure it happens, like, setting all the pieces in motion and just letting right. it happen on its own. Like, I think, honestly, that might be the most believable. I mean, what is the job of a director if not to make the actors believe the scene they are portraying? Yeah, I mean, it's like... it's like Literally making the when... actors give the most real performance. And how, what's realer than them not even knowing they're doing a performance? Yeah, like, all the stories of, like, actors having to do something like uncouth or like shocking to get the good reaction out of their co-star like that scene in parks and rec where chris uh pratt genuinely shows up to the door naked to get the good reaction out of fucking uh amy poehler uh, mm -hmm. yeah yeah and um because like they had done it like three times with his like fake nude briefs on and her reaction wasn't genuine enough mm -hmm. and so chris pratt was just like fuck it and she almost sued him for that uh, oh really fact. i didn't know that yeah she didn't she didn't appreciate it no i mean that's a hundred percent i don't blame her that's like oh yeah you absolutely. don't, you don't like... just fucking show your dick to someone who's not like comfortable with it yeah absolutely but to that same to that same point i think like yeah you're right i think it, it's very much like that's the director's job you, you know if you if you want the actors to do a good performance make sure they don't even know they're doing it Right, and so, you know, that's my thoughts, I, and again, it's... It's literally Inception, fuck. Uh, yeah, I mean, putting putting the thought into into Will Smith's head, that's what we didn't see, you know, during this ride to the to the thing, he thought he took a normal nap, but the, everyone else in the car, you know, they all the all the family went to sleep in the car, him and his wife, and then, um, you know, the, the driver were secretly, like, incepting him while he was sitting there sleeping. Yeah. The passenger, the, the fake security guards. There's like a spinning time. Yeah, that's why. Like, if you watch that that scene where he gets slapped, uh, there's actually a spinning top on Will Smith's armrest on his chair. Oh, really? Yeah. And you don't know if it's a dream or not. You don't. So, that's our investigation of the slap. On you know, it's ho at the end of the day, it's Hollywood. And how unbelievable is it that uh, 
you know, that a little movie magic, however it however it occurred, was sprinkled in. Be it a be it a real conspiracy of Scientology coercion, be it simply actors agreeing to play a part, or be it actors completely unaware, uh, you know, playing the most convincing role of their lives in being their true selves. Yeah. Yep. Hmm. Case closed, Austin. I think we can conclusively I think we solved it. say we've solved the case. The slap was fake. And Will Smith and Chris Rock, you're going to jail. Both of you. Both of you for crimes against integrity of the Oscars. <laughs> jail jail door closing sound effect. Clink. What was that? That, like, bad action movie from, like, the 70s or 80s that ends with, like... A rocket launcher being oh, fired blood, at a character. Uh, what is that called? Blood debts, I think. And then it like the yeah. credits are like the he guy, went to jail. The guy pulls. He he's on the ground and like the bad guy's coming towards him and the main character guy. It's like a Filipino movie, I think. But the main guy's like an American guy and he pulls like a like a little like little like looks like a flare gun out of his like hand and then shoots the guy and there's like a rocket. The guy explodes. It freeze frames mid like explosion. Like the explosion hasn't even dissipated. The guy's like mid exploding, and it says like you know Carl James was uh, immediately arrested and is serving a life sentence. <laughs> it's like yeah, like it's the weirdest, most abrupt ending to anything. Yep. Uh. So yeah, that case closed. They're going to jail. appreciate you taking the time to sit down with me here and and uh and crack open this conspiracy wide open like an egg happy easter because we just cracked this conspiracy egg wide open oh baby this is the one egg that you don't need to have to find it because we already done found it for you of course and now with uh no further ado i'm being handed the envelope uh, and the award for worst podcast co-host goes to paper rustling. I don't have any paper. Fuck. Please, please me. Please me. Please me. I'm opening the. Oh, this is the sound of the envelope. Please me. From explaining to Austin, Austin Bennett. Oh fuck yeah! Uh, thank you so much. I've been wanting this award so bad. Oh god, you don't know how hard I've worked to be the worst podcast host. Keep is that it? Your speech over? Um, I don't have much to say. I'm a bad host. Ba, 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 ba. You're being guided off stage yeah, uh, yeah. with your Oscar. Yeah, I'm walking. Well, uh everyone, that's our show and we hope we enlightened you. We hope we hope you opened your third I, your Oscar I, your Oscar Meyer third I. Uh, and now you know that about the Oscar conspiracy. And yeah, we cracked this case wide open. Tell all your friends. Of, we're a couple of sexy and hot geniuses. I'll tell you what. We're a couple uh, private dicks. And I mean that in every sense of the term. Private dicks who just love making... Making making up japes as we go. Yep. Uh, and t- tell your friends. Tell your friends it was fake, and I have the proof. And then send them a link to this podcast. Yeah. We're a dot gov, so we are officially the truth. This dot edu is our ad- web address. Explain to Austin dot edu. That's spelled out. It's it's e- explaining to Austin dot edu dot gov. No, it's 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 explained to Austin e like three e's and then d d e e and then u and y o u. Explain to Austin dot edu dot gov dot gov. And until next time, keep my wife's name. Out your fucking mouth! Now you say, you say, what is, what do you say? Will Will Smith just slapped the shit out of me. No, that he says that before. We'll do this again. You you say. What does he say next? I don't know. Dude, it was a G.I. Jane joke. 
This is what he says, all right? Oh, okay. So okay, here we go. Ready? Now. So you start. You do the... You start. No, you're, you, you start. Well, no, you say the slap thing. We'll get it. Don't worry. You say, Will Smith... Oh, yeah, Will Smith just slapped the shit out of me. And then I say from, from off mic, far away, Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth! Dude, it was a G.I. Jane joke. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth! And then you say, and then he says, like, uh, I ain't, I will. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's so boring. It's, I, I will. He says, I'm going, no, he says, I'm going to. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to. And that's it, everyone. Uh, and we'll see you next year when we're nominated for Best sc- Adapted Screenplay for our new film, uh, The Slap, an Oscars Story. A Star Wars story. The Slap, a st- an Oscars Star Wars story. Until next time, <laughs> bye. Bye. <laughs>